You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's Behave with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the All-Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guest today demonstrates that anyone at any age can make a difference in bettering the lives of companion animals. He hasn't yet reached the legal age to vote, but he is leading a successful campaign against animal cruelty. And when he's not being the number one teenager for pets, he's pursuing his other passions, singing in a band and acting with his latest performance in the hit movie, The Trouble with the Curve. I want all of you to please give pause and applause to the one and only Lou Wegner. Hey, welcome to the show, Lou. Hey, thank you for having me. All right. Now, Lou and I met at the red carpet during the recent Hero Dog Award that was sponsored by the American Humane Association, and it was in Beverly Hills, darlings. And we're going to catch up with all he's doing after we take this commercial break. So you guys know the drill. Sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. Four furry ones, actually. Sit and stay. All Behave will be right back. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the All Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. We're excited to have Lou Wegner as our special guest. Now in the world of helping animals and in the world of entertainment, his star is rising. I want you to remember his name, Lou Wegner. That's W-E-G-N-E-R. Now, Lou, besides crusading for companion animals, I want to let you know we have a couple of things in common. Are you curious about that? I'm very curious. Okay, first of all, I wish we shared the same birth year, but that is not a realistic comment. <laughs> but yeah. we're both from the Midwest. You're from Ohio, correct? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm a Hoosier from Crown Point, Indiana. Where in Ohio? Uh, right downtown Columbus. Oh, okay. Columbus. Woohoo! All right. Now, yeah. we have something else in common. What else? You and I... Both got to have our photos taken with Betty White at the Hero Dog Awards. 
And that's a great I noticed, thing to have in common. I know, but you know, I was checking out our Facebook pages. We yeah. both posted our pictures with Betty White on our Facebook pages. Nice. <laughs> that was so cool. I mean, she's such an inspiration to everybody, and she's such a nice person too. I was so intimidated talking to her, but then when I actually got to meet her and sit down with her, we started having a little conversation. She's great. You know, I have this prediction. You are going to be the 21st century version of Betty White for pets. Now, I'm not asking you to become a chick. I'm just saying, right now, she started about your age helping pets. Did you know that? No. Yeah, yeah. So she's 90 years old. I want you to live to be 100 or whatever. But what do you think about having the opportunity to kind of carry on what she's doing? Oh, my gosh. That's a that's a big, big weight on my shoulders. Oh, no, no, no. We don't want to wait. No, no. <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, she's just done so much for every, uh, for every kind of animal out there. You know, she doesn't really focus on any specific animal. And I love the work she does. And, you know, it, it's, I got a long way to go to get to her point. But it's definitely something that would be amazing if I ever did get to that point. So well, just keep I'm, working, taking it one step at a time, you know. I'm rooting for you, Lou. I think you can do it. Seriously. I'm not just saying Thank that. You. I meet a lot of people in the pet world, and you're kind of a guy that doesn't just say, well, maybe we should do something about it. So let's get right into it. You know, you didn't even have your license to drive, and yet you started the group Kids Against Animal Cruelty, and the website is kidsagainstanimalcruelty.org. So bring us up to speed. What got you involved in the world of helping pets and to boldly create this now international organization? Well, first of all, I still don't have my license. Uh, <laughs> my mom, oh, no. uh, mom and dad made a compromise. My dad said I get my license when I was 16. My mom wanted me to wait until I was 18, so the compromise I have to wait until I'm 17, which is okay because I'm almost there. So that'll be coming up pretty soon. But um, I got started with animals back when I was about three years old. My parents put me into zoo camp, and uh, I had started working with um, animals in the zoo and just feeding them and cleaning up after them, but, you know, learning about conservation and stuff like that. And then when I got a little bit older, when I was about 10, I went over to a wildlife camp, and then I actually started to work with, you know, abused or hurt animals in nature, like hawks, skunks, and raccoons, and coyotes, and a whole bunch of crazy stuff. So that was really, really cool. And then when I came out here to California to start acting uh, when I was 13, the first film I ever did, Be Good to Eddie Lee, which is a great film, um, it was directed by Kaylee Briel, and Kaylee Briel kind of got me into online social media and online networking through shelters. And I didn't realize, you know, at such a young age that animals were being put down in shelters, you know, because you think of a shelter, you think it's a safe place and they just, you know, all the animals are safe in there, but you don't know that they're actually being euthanized because of overcrowding and stuff like that. Okay. And um, so then I got introduced to some people like uh, Stephanie Levy, who got me volunteering at my first shelter, which was Baldwin Park Animal Shelter in Los Angeles County. And then Wendon Swift, who... Um, actually told me that I need to go start and do my own thing. And I've been, I've been thinking about, oh, that's my mom's phone. Uh-oh, the agent's <laughs> <Okay>. calling. <laughs> oh, is that going David? To the bed. Yeah. Uh, no, that was my agent, Joe Lee. I, uh, I have an audition today, so I think he's calling to give us the details. Okay, well, you know, hey, having work is a good thing. And this is the show's called Oh Behave, so you don't have to. So keep going, man. I'm oh, impressed okay. with all the names you can remember right off the top of your head. Okay, well, so. I mean, those, those three people are who really got me, you know, got me to where I am. And without mm-hmm. them, I would never have made it this far. So, I mean, they have to be mentioned. They're like, they're like my idols, you know? Nice. So, nice. So, Wendon was telling me that I need to uh, do my own thing. And so, when we were out holding signs one day, one of our signs said that we were kids against animal cruelty. And then um, I was like, oh my gosh, that's the perfect name for our group. 
So we right. finally got the name down, and we finally came up with the Facebook page. On uh, and then I had like forty-seven friends on the page, and that was about it. And then uh, we just kept networking, and through social media, people started to look at the page and started getting a couple of thousand. But then I did a lovely show called The Young Icons, and because of that, I mean, kids in Samakulti blew up into like the ten thousands, and it was insane. And then from there on, it's just been. I've had so much notoriety with kids in Samuel Cruelty that it's just been it's been such a help because, you know, there's so many people on the page that it's just makes it so much easier to place homes and find fosters and stuff like that. So that's basically how I kind of started. And that's pretty much where I am today. You know, now we have over 12,000 members and we're working with about 50,000 people globally. So it's growing. And you still can't drive a car. Nice. Still can't drive a car. Not let me drive a car. <laughs> well, you know what, though? You just proved that you just don't talk the talk. You're doing it. So where are some of the places people with Kids Against Animal Cruelty outside of the United States? What are some of the countries that you've got some folks that are really behind your cause? The three big ones are Paris, Australia, and India. Um, mm-hmm. That's mainly, there's a lot of work. I ha- In India, there's these... Um, these women that they all, whenever I post on uh, my personal page and I'm going out for auditions and stuff, they're always saying that they make a little prayer circle and pray for me that I get the role. So I think that's really sweet. But, you know, India, they have a lot of strays, but they have a lot of people down there who have hardly any money who are using their money to feed the animals because in their eyes, the animals are people too. It's like a whole bunch of homeless people on the streets and they want to help their own, you know, and I just think that's the coolest thing ever. Not bad from a kid from Columbus, Ohio, huh? (laughs) Oh, my God. I never even thought I'd be able to even come out here to do acting. It's always something I always wanted to try, but um, I never even knew how to get into it. And I think we were on the way home from a baseball game, and uh, we heard some ad on the radio for uh, looking for young actors down at the convention center in Columbus. So please come by and just we'll give you like a little commercial read. And I didn't want to do it at first. I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't do that. There's like a whole bunch of really good people there. Mm -hmm. And um, all my friends were like, you got to do it. You have to do it. My mom was like, Lou, just try it. I was like, okay. So I tried it. And then I did the commercial. And I thought I did terrible. But then apparently they thought I did amazing. And uh, the talent scout who watched my little audition put me in some acting classes for a couple months. And then that's where I found my agency. And they, Joe Lee and Chris Ledford, and they brought me out here. And I've been auditioning and acting ever since. So, Well, if you go to imdb.com and check out Lou Wagner listeners, I'm telling you, what are you in high school now? Are you a junior or a senior? I'm a junior, say? yes. Okay, you're a junior, but I'm looking at your training. Oh, my gosh. You have been accomplished in swordplay, taekwondo. You can horseback ride. You can snowboard. And I love this one. Your performer skills are listed as, are you ready for that? Your accents, <laughs> Southern, Australian, and Midwest. Now, we got the Midwest down pat. You were born with that. Yeah. Give me a little example of Australian, matey. All right. Um, I, think I just did an audition for one where they had me do an Australian accent. All right. Good eye, Mike. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> Good. Now, Southern. Let's go for it. Southern. Oh, here's a really good one. See if you can recognize that this is from. My mother asked me what the capital of North Carolina was, and I said Washington, D.C. I don't really <laughs> want to get too much farther than that. <laughs> All right, I'm giving up. Is that, who is that? is that? That was from Talladega Nights. And then I, as I started doing I realized, wait, I can't really go into that. That'd be bad. But um, <laughs> that's one of the scenes at the dinner table. Yeah. Well, how do you, I mean, where are you learning the accents? What are some tips you can give other teens on trying to master different accents? For me, it's, you know, um, I don't watch a lot of TV, but we go and we see so many movies, you just mimic everything that you watch. Whenever you see, whenever I hear an accent, I just start mimicking it. And um, then once I kind of get it down, I just can, then I start saying I can actually do it. And uh, it goes down there on the little special skills box and 
So yeah, just keep watching movies over and over again, like especially Pirates of the Caribbean. And you know, you see all the pirates like Johnny Depp and all the other actors in there. You just kind of you pick it up after a while because we watch it so many times, and you just keep practicing and practicing, and then eventually you just—it's like you know everything. Practice makes perfect, and you eventually just get it down, and then you got it. You look on your resume. You, you're quite a student of acting. You're going to regular high school, right? Or you're being homeschooled? What? I'm being homeschooled online. It sucks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> you know, uh, I went to school for um, all the way through, uh, like, you know, my whole life up until high school. And, uh, well, I mean, I was in Catholic school, so that wasn't, you know, it wasn't like going to regular school. But still, you know, it's just, it's it's totally different. You just, you're sitting at home all day and in front of a computer. And I just don't, I don't know. I have a lot of people who are like, oh my gosh, you're so lucky you get to be homeschooled. I have other friends who are like, that sucks. And, well, uh, you know, you're a very personal guy, and I think you like being around people, don't you? You think maybe that's what it is? I think it's, uh, you know, I miss I miss being with people. I miss going to lunch and stuff and every day, and I miss recess and just hanging out with friends. Because, you know, it's hard as an actor because you know, I meet a lot of friends on set, but you really only see your friends at auditions or on set or if you go to, like, big group events, but rarely do you ever, like, me and other actors, we really don't hang out on a daily basis that much, you know, because we're always too busy with auditions and stuff like that. Well, you're so. not only auditions, but I'm looking at you're getting homeschooled, but my gosh, you have taken 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, almost 15 different uh, workshops or classes in different types of acting. You're like squeezing in some good uh, schooling to be in the movies like you're doing, right? Yeah, well, you know, it's Hollywood. And I feel like even now, I, I just kind of feel like I'm still kind of, uh, I don't want to be green to the acting and I want to make sure I can master every single type of acting so that, because, you know, I want to be able to do everything. I don't want to be like typecast as just one kind of an actor. I want to be able to do what, every single role out there. So I really got to be able to master all the different types of acting. So I just wanted to take as many classes as I could just to get familiar with everything and just practice, practice, practice. And, um, you know, now it's just really cool because, you know, I can go into scripts and do dramas or comedies and improv, theater. Those are so much fun. But Yeah, I like the one that you can do stage combat, swords and hand to hand. So I, oh I guess I shouldn't God. try to wrestle you, huh? I've been in martial arts since I was about five years old, and um, I've still been doing it to this day. That's like the one sport that I haven't really stopped doing, other than snowboarding, Which, but that's only like a winter sport. I don't get to do that all year long, which sucks, but that's okay. But stage combat, you know, I, we drove by it out here for about a year, and I was just, I kept wondering what it was, and finally it was this place called Swordplay LA, and we stopped by, and I met this incredible dude named TJ Sensula, who's now my sword master. And he just immediately, he's like, dude, yeah, come join the class. And I was, <laughs> so I started doing it. And, you know, it's different because, you know, it's hard. You, you can't really hit your opponent in stage combat. So at first I had a hard time with that. But now the funny thing is sometimes I'll go to sparring and I get really embarrassed because I'll be in a sparring match. And then I'll go to get like that final couple points in the sparring tournament. And I'll, actually, I'll miss the guy because I'm so used to missing in stage combat. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> it's fun it's hard to kind of go back and forth between the two though because it's two completely different styles of fighting oh I, yeah i can see now when you're doing the stage combat you've got to miss otherwise you're going to have a shiner or a broken arm or something right it's hard doing martial arts and stage combat at the same time because you know with martial arts you're so used to hitting people in stage combat you can't i mean but you just really know in stage combat oh my gosh there's just so many things going through your mind like i better not hit my opponent just stuff like that 
But once you've been doing it for a while, you kind of get used to it. And there's little things in stage combat, like it's hard to explain without being able to show you, but things like, you know, if I'm going to punch someone, make sure they're starting their reaction before I actually throw the punch, just stuff like that. Or That's a good tip. Yeah. Like spin moves, always look around your shoulder and don't actually bring the weapon around until you see that their weapon is already on their way to the block and where they're going to block and stuff like that. And there's just little things for every single move to um, just to make sure that everyone stays safe. So it's good. But you can see my stage combat if you check out warriorshowdown.com. You can vote. My fight hasn't come out yet. It's like a tournament. And um, they pick. There's like 50 warriors and fans vote in. The top 16. And then those 16 have a tournament just to see who's like the coolest. But every fight is by votes. So if someone voted in a baby and they're fighting a gladiator, if people voted for the baby, the baby could beat the gladiator. I gotcha. Um, so yeah, so you can vote for me. I'm the hero of legend, which is basically Link from the Zelda games. So uh, so yeah. Okay, that is really well maybe fun. we can get 800,000 votes for you from our show. Would that be nice? Oh my gosh, I'd probably jump up and down and scream and I'd <laughs> But that'd be the coolest thing ever. All right, guys, we have a homework assignment from Lou Wegner, and it is to go to warriorshowdown.com and vote for Hero of the Legends. Hero of Legend? Yeah. Just go to Hero of Legend. And it's cool because there's four fights out already, so you can see the other four fights. And there's still four fights to come. Mine's the next fight coming out, and you can kind of vote for all the fights you want to win and just go by round by round. And it's a really cool website. It's just a lot of, uh, a lot of action. So if you're into that, that's definitely something you want to check out. All right. We're speaking with actor and animal advocate Lou Wegner, and we're going to have to take a quick commercial break so we can pay for the show. But everybody, I want you to hang tight because we're going to talk about him and he's in a band and he had a role in a new movie that you guys have all seen or going to see again. And it's called Trouble with the Curve. And I want you to find out about his personal puppy posse that he has in Ohio and elsewhere. But everybody just sit and stay. We'll be right back after we take this commercial break. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. Love My Pets, the new single by Mark Winter, available on iTunes. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, this is Betty White, and I'm inviting you to tune in to the Behave Show with Arden Moore on Pet Life Radio. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper, and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Obehave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I like you, Lou. There's some about you. There's some Midwest quality about you. You must be from, I'm going to guess, like Columbus, Ohio, right? I am from Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> I think it's good that we came from the Midwest. Think about all the people that have made something a difference that have had midwest roots you know it's weird this i mean my mom and i we get stopped all the time like almost every day and people are just like you're not from here are you and we're like what like (laughs) "You're, you're too polite i'm like oh and apparently like you know just the fact that i say please and thank you people are sometimes like you're not they don't even think i'm from california i'm like okay but it's crazy and it's people stop us all the time it's hilarious 
Well, keep that. That's a good quality. Johnny Carson had it. You know, David Letterman's from the Midwest. There's a zillion of people. Just be true to yourself. Okay, Lou? Okay. That's your homework assignment from Arden Moore. But you know what? I got to say, your agent came up to me during the Hero Dog Awards. And, you know, there's a zillion celebrities all around. But he said, I really need you to meet a guy. He's a young man. He's he's really doing great things. And he was speaking about you, Lou. And I got to tell you, he was sincere. And so when you came strutting down the red carpet, well, you didn't really strut. You were very polite. What did you think about the event and uh, the Hero Dogs and... Was this your first red carpet with the Hero Dogs? Yeah, it was my first time ever walking for the Hero Dog Awards. And it was uh, it was really cool because I was there and I was actually, I was really excited to see Daniel the Beagle. I was actually networking him with a lot of people um, before he got put into the gas chamber. And then we found out he got gassed and all of a sudden we found out he was alive. We were like screaming. And, you know, that's just one of the greatest stories ever. And not just because of something I heard about, because I was actually working on trying to find him a home with a whole bunch of people. And, um... You know, I wasn't like I wasn't like the main person networking him. I mean, he was in another state. There was thousands of people working on that star, but just the fact that I was at least a part of that thread was just something that was really amazing. And just to see him up for an award was really cool. And then I like, parents, and I thought that was fantastic. And then the coolest, one of the coolest things about that event was I actually got to. Uh, I've never gotten to like go to the red carpet and say I'm wearing someone. So I oh, actually yeah? got to go, and I was wearing <laughs> Reese, and they did Kate Middleton's engagement dress, I guess. I don't know. Okay. But yeah. You weren't wearing a dress, though. I can testify. No, I was not wearing a dress. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us your outfit. Describe your outfit. Who are you wearing, Lou? Let's pretend we're back on the red carpet. Who are you wearing, Lou Wagner? I'm wearing Reese. I'm just kidding. Right now, I'm wearing um, American Apparel sweatpants and a sweatshirt. But... <laughs> All right, that that sounds good. Now, you somehow managed to find time to be in a band, and it's called Pop Trio Blonde. Is that correct? Yes. All um, right, talk about that. Blonde is uh, my new band. I used to be in a band called Two Blonde, and then we went our separate ways. Okay. And um, now I'm in a band called Blonde, and it, um, it's with my friend Emily Capehart, who's the president of the West Virginia Kids Against Animal Cruelty chapter, and then my other friend Lacey Kay, who's also huge into working with the L.A. chapter because she lives out here. And um, we have our first music video coming out pretty soon. Emily is actually flying out, I think, in two weeks, and we're going to try to record the song and get it all moving. And um, so basically, I don't want to give too much away, but um, it's about the wild Mustangs, and uh, it's about saving the wild Mustangs. It's going to feature an Indian boy, and it's going to be up all in the, in the West. Nice. So it's going to be cool. Now, how would you describe the kind of music, just your style? It's cool because we have the beat and it's it sounds like a western movie. It's really cool. It's uh it's like a mixture of like it's like a rock classic western. It's weird, but it's really cool. It really flows too. It's awesome. It's got like Spanish kind of guitar features in it. It's got a little bit of like Bon Jovi Wanted Dead or Alive kind of guitar in it. It's got a it's got like a little bit of like pop in the background. There's just a lot of different elements to it and it just sounds really cool and um and there's like native drums in it too. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's really cool though. Now, do you play any instruments or are you strictly vocals? I play guitar. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. All right. Yeah. You don't play the glockenspiel or anything like that? You know, I don't know if there's a big <laughs> no, demand no. for that. Okay. Well, well if you gl- need a glockenspiel player, let me know because I flunked out at that in high school band, but I can play a what mean. That? That's like a shrunken down xylophone. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so I can do a really nice Avon lady ding dong bell really well. That's my talent. <laughs> two, note, two note Arden. That's what they call me. Wait, what's it called again? A glockenspiel. Can't make All that right, up. if I ever need a glockenspiel, you're going to be the first person I call. <laughs> really? All right, you guys, we've got him on record. we got Lou Wagner on record. Now, music aside, I want you to go through the lineup of the pets that you have at home in Ohio 
and explain some of their namesake or how you got their name because you've got quite a creative list of uh, doggies. Go for it. Well, two of our dogs just passed. Okay. Um, Indy, we named her after Indiana Jones, like in the movie, she's a Siberian Husky. And she just passed away after 12 years, I think. What was it, Mom? 12? Oh, 13. 13 years. All right. Um, And, oh, man, she was so pretty, and I miss her so much. I mean, our uh, our Dalmatian Belle from Beauty and the Beast just passed at 21. Oh, my Um, gosh. 21-year-old Dalmatian? I know. We thought she was going down at, like, 13, then she was better. (laughs) And then we thought she was going down at 15, then she got better. And, and, you know, it's sad because she spent most of the time just sitting in one of the rooms. Like, she never, she wasn't very mobile. She would eat. She'd go outside to the bathroom, but she just spent most of her time just kind of hanging out in the back to herself. She's like in dog years, double the age of Betty White is now. I know. It's insane how old she lived. Wow. Um, Well, we celebrate both Indy and Belle. So who's at your place now? Now we have Harry Potter, who uh, (laughs) he was shot in the head. And he has, it's crazy. I guess the bullet just missed every single one of his internal organs. And he has no, he just has no internal damage. He just has a big scar on his head. He looks like Harry Potter. And it's the cutest thing ever. Um, What kind of dog is Harry Potter? He's like a shepherd mix. He's got the same colors as a shepherd, but he's like the size of a lab. Okay. Um, he's still really hairy like a shepherd, but he is he is just so cute. We love Harry so much. And he all he does he just lays on his back all day. He loves to be pet. And all the do- all the little ones jump on him and lay on him and it's just so cute. And then we have Guardian, who's my little baby. He was uh Rick and Holly Rowdy. Um they helped us get him from Baldwin Park after um Bell passed. And um, he's a little bubby. He's got these little. He's got these little, this little underbite, and um, <laughs> we call him the Bubba Teeth. That's so we, his nickname is Bubby. Oh, um, that's sweet. He's. I think he's the first dog that we ever actually kept the name that he had from the shelter because he really is just such a guardian. He guards all of our souls, and he's uh, he's a sweet little guy. And he's. Uh, I remember when Indy was sick, she wouldn't eat. And one of the days I was feeding them in Ohio, Guardian just gets up and leaves and leaves his food bowl. And he goes, and all I see at first, I just see his little butt coming through the door. And then he's dragging Indy, who's a husky. And she's a big dog. And Guardian's like a pug beagle. So he's a little puggle. And he's not that big. So he's dragging Indy by the collar all the way into the food room and just kind of sits on top of her till she eats her food. And then he just walks (laughs) off. Okay, my job's done. And he's um, a true guardian. Yeah, so there's just memorable moments like that. Just it, he's, he's a great little guy. Then we have Rosie, who we uh, found in a trash can by the Rose Bowl. So we oh. call her Rosie. And um, she's a little Min Pin Chihuahua. And then we have Prince William, who we got <laughs> um, during the wedding of Kate Middleton and Prince William. I bet so, Prince William is very proud of that. Okay, describe the four-legged it. Prince William. He is. He he runs the house. Oh, my gosh. You can't even walk into that house without that one, like, all over you, making sure you're cool and stuff like that. He's funny. Does he have um, a British accent? I, he does. Okay. All right. And then we have Soda Pop, who's our little dachshund. And she was um, in a puppy mill. You know, she's never been out. So she kind of, when she walks, she looks like a weasel because she just, she hunches over when she walks and runs. And she's never been out of a cage before until we adopted her. Oh, my. And, uh, you know, Baldwin Park helped us get Soda Pop, and um, it's just it's, it's just so sad. But she's, we call her Soda Pop because she's like, it's like you just shook her up, and you just open the soda can link, because she she's all over the place. She's so crazy. <laughs> and happy and so, yeah, so she's, uh, she's my mom's little angel. Okay. And, um, so, yeah, and then out here, we have Draco Malfoy. Um, well, my mom calls him Draco Malfoy. There's a big debate in the family whether he's Draco Malfoy or Draco the Dragon from Dragonheart. 
Uh-oh. Uh, either way, he's a little, he's cute, but he's he can be mean sometimes. Oh, man, he that's why we call him Draco the Dragon. He's a crazy little guy. What kind of dog? Uh, he's the only pure chihuahua we've ever had, but he looks like a fox. He's got long red hair, and he's got, like, the puffy white hair under his neck, and he's got the bushy tail, and he's just a cute little guy. So that's the gang. Oh, my gosh, that's quite a gang. I want to make sure that people know some of the different websites to go to. So we've got kidsagainstanimalcruelty.org, right? Tell us about how they can get involved on Facebook, Twitter, and all those other fun things. Take it away, Lou. With Twitter, real quick, we kind of, you know, it's CAC33, just it's the initials of Kids Animal Cruelty 33. Okay. Um, and we haven't been doing that much on Twitter lately just because we've been doing so much on Facebook and we really haven't been promoting the Twitter page as much. But, there's still, but you do still have know. some uh, YouTube PSAs too, though, right? Yeah, we have a couple of YouTube PSAs. And if anyone's ever looking to do a PSA, you you have to call my friend Daniel Lee. He's the best. He films all of them. He directs all of them. And we did one with Denise Richards that he did. We did one with Melise Zhao and Devin Fox at the divorce shelter that he did. And one of the greatest things, if you want to get involved, too, with um, L.A. shelters is Put My Ride with uh, Miss Robin Harmon with Best Friends. She runs that. And Put My Ride is a transport. You can go volunteer. They take about 40 dogs to other states like Montana, Utah, Oregon, and I think Idaho. And um, that's a great one because they just take all the animals out to other states, out of the shelters. And they work mainly out of Baldwin Park. And it's um, it's just a huge transport that's awesome. And then if you want to get involved with Kids Against Animal Cruelty, you can come on my Facebook page, Kids Against Animal Cruelty, and uh, we network animals almost 24/7. And there's lots to help. We need a lot of we need lots of help with Kids Against Animal Cruelty always. And then in other states, you know, we uh, we we're in. I think we're in, including okay. I don't know how many states I can name them. We have chapters in Ohio, West Virginia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Minnesota, Arizona. We have two in New York. And then coming next month, we're gonna uh, be adding Missouri and Texas. So we're going for all 50. Good for you. Well, I definitely want people to dash over there, but I would be remiss if I don't ask you, come on, you were with Amy Adams, the newly married Justin Timberlake, and some guy named Clint would in trouble with the curve. So tell us about what your role is on that, and did you get a chance to have any insights from any of these uh, stars? Oh my gosh, I gotta... I, every time someone asks me about that, I have to thank Tim more, because because of him, he got me on set, and I got to work with Clint Eastwood, and I ate lunch with Clint Eastwood, actually. You did? Yeah, he is the, he, you know, he's like the one guy, like the one celebrity on that set that actually just came into the cafeteria and ate with everybody, all the crew, and just started talking to people. And I met him. I was so intimidated at first. Like, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm talking to Clint Eastwood right now. <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, he's such a nice guy. He's so cool. You didn't um, do any you know, uh, make my day comments, did you? No. <laughs> okay. You restrained yourself. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. What about then, um, Justin uh, or Amy? Amy Adams, I kind of walked up to on my own. She was at the craft services table during the shooting, and I was right there, too. So I just kind of wanted to say, oh, my God, I'm a huge fan. And um, she's really sweet. She's really humble, too. We talked for about five minutes. And uh, But Justin Timlick, I think, was my favorite because of the fact that when I got, I got personally introduced to him by Tim Moore, and when I was introduced, he, instead of talking about like acting or singing because he knows about that I act and I sing and he sings and acts. He went straight into animal rescue. Really? And I just thought that was just the coolest thing ever from a celebrity, you know, just immediately just talking about how he just rescued an animal. I think he has three, but um, it was just, it was one of the, I will never forget that personally. That was just really cool. You know, it wasn't just like, hey, oh my gosh, you're the best actor. I love your music. It was, hey, I just adopted an animal. Oh my gosh, you should check it out. Stuff like that. And I thought that was just, that's something that's so cool. 
Well, that shows that, you know, to me, you actually had a real conversation instead of just a one-way admiration comments, don't you think? Exactly. That's why it was That's so what you need. That's what you yeah. need. Yeah. Well, I'm impressed. And I was looking at your resume. My gosh, not only the trouble with the curve. And, and tell us you play a teen baseball fan. So tell me so everybody can, like, pay attention to that scene. Set, set okay. us up so we know. My role isn't in the movie. Hopefully it'll be in the extended edition. We'll see. But okay. what it was, was it was a, like it was like a short little scene, and basically I uh, I was taking my girlfriend to her first baseball game, and she'd never been to one before, so I was kind of, you know, just telling her about the game and why it's America's pastime, explained her the rules and stuff, and she wasn't getting it, so I just kind of put my arm around her and was like, all right, you'll see. And um, But it was cool, because, you know, I got to be directed by Robert Lorenz, and he was standing there with the camera like two inches away from my face, and they had the big boom mic over us, so it was, it was a really cute little scene, uh, but I'm still in the movie. Like you can see myself like ten times if you really look for me. I oh. am. I am going to be looking for you, Lou Wagner. And, and on TV, you've been on Modern Family, Men of a Certain Age. You know, those are pretty big uh, shows. I know. I lo- I loved watching Men of a Certain Age and Eric Stone Street on Modern Family. And I we have a connection. We're both part of the Benefold Dream Dog Park team. We help build half a million dollar dream dog parks all over the country. And he and I and Jason Cameron are the dream team members if you will i'm looking at it from the dog's point of view he obviously has his celebrityness and jason is host of the do-it-yourself desperate landscape so he's the one moving the earth but what do you think about being on modern family you know that was one of the coolest sets ever you know everyone on set was so nice i remember during one of the breaks we were uh we were playing basketball and um ed o'neill came out and started playing with us and that was really? just one of the coolest things ever yeah i'm like how, how often you can say i got to play basketball with ed o'neill because, you know, we, we were all sitting in a basketball court, um, all the celebrities and me and a couple of my other friends. We were just looking all hanging out in there with a couple like snacks and stuff. But then there was the big hoop on the other side and we saw basketball. So we're like, OK, we got to hit this up. And uh, Ed O'Neill came over with us and we played knockout, we played a little like two on two and three on three. So it was really cool. No, that's and nice. I just, you know, I just love that it wasn't like, you know, the celebrities weren't just like sitting in their chairs texting or they were they actually decided to interact with um, the people who were the smaller roles. You know, they were like, you know. And just, like for me, I was um, I was featured. If you see the episode, it's the sixth episode in the first season. I'm the fencer fencing Manny, and okay. um, yeah, then I sit behind the uh, the cast and for the rest of it. So it's a little it's cool. Well, um, I'm gonna I'll check it out. Hey Lou, before we go, please here's your chance. Reach out to kids of all ages with Kids Against Animal Cruelty. What's a main comment you want to make before we have to call it a day on the show? What can you know, we do the main that? thing that we tell kids um, is to just to be pet responsible and a pet is for life and just go to a local shelter to get your pet because, you know, the, the people don't realize the four to six million animals that are put down just in U.S. shelters every year. And um, so you just be pet responsible, you know, make sure you go to your local shelter, adopt, spay new to your pets and um, check out Kids Against Animal Cruelty. And Love That Dog Hollywood, Kids and Animals is uh, my radio show that I do every Saturday morning. And then we talk oh. about, yeah, we talk about animals all the time. And it's co-hosted with my friend Lulu Cerrone, who does her own charity, Lemonade, uh, Lemonade Warriors. And um, that's produced by Addie Daddio. I don't know if you know her. She's kind of all over the place. but Oh, yeah, I've heard of her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're everywhere, man. I hope you sleep sometime. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing. I do a lot of my networking at night because 
you know, I'm, I'm auditioning during the day and I'm going out during the day. And if I did my networking during the day, I'd be, I just have really sad demeanor all the time. <laughs> so a lot of my network, a lot of my networking, cause there's a lot, you know, it's, we get a lot of animals out, but there's also a lot of animals that don't make it and they get really sad sometimes. Yes, I um, so I try to keep most of my networking in the late day and uh, through the evening and nighttime. So well, I think you're possum. I don't just think you're awesome. I think you're possum. And I have been very impressed with you, and I and I hope people really pay attention to what Lou Wagner's saying, because you are making a difference. And from one Midwesterner who's doing her part for pets, let me know if there's some things I can do to help out, and I definitely will do a shout-out for you. Well, thank you so much, Miss Arden. I mean, and thank you for having me on the show. This was such an honor. I'm so oh, excited. Oh, I hope you had fun. Back. It's better than it doing homework cool. at home, being homeschooled, right? Oh, I, I 100% agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was doing a little bit of homework before you call it. Actually, I was uh, finishing up some chemistry homework. Oh well, don't ask me for any help on that regard. But speaking of chemistry, in- oh my gosh, I have a quick joke for you. Okay, I'm listening. Okay, the answer is a chemical equation. All right, so if H2O is on the inside of a fire hydrant, what's on the outside? I have no idea. K9P. Ah. All right. Hey, I want everybody to please dash over to kidsagainstanimalcruelty.org. Check out Lou Wegner, W-E-G-N-E-R. He is an up-and-coming rising star, not only in movies, TV, but in the paw power. And I'm just really honored that we got to hook up at uh, the Hero Dog Awards. Hey, guys, I'm so excited that we've had Lou Wegner on the show. you got to check this young man out. He is making a difference. And I want you to go to kidsagainstanimalcruelty.org and check him in the movies, check him on TV. This kid is everywhere. And one day he's going to be able to get a driver's license. I can't wait. So what's the car you want? What's your dream car, Lou? Oh, my dream car. We'll see if I can get there. Is a uh, Porsche Carrera. Oh, nice. Oh, my gosh. That's a lot better than a Kia, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, but as I always tell my friends right now, wheels are wheels. I'm happy with anything. Oh, my gosh. And there's, you know, there's so many homeless people out here. I, don't, I, I, I think I'd probably feel bad driving a Porsche Carrera. Um, well, I have a feeling you give every day in many, many ways. So don't apologize. You're a good, good guy from Columbus, Ohio, who's done good. Yeah, well, thank you. And you're doing a great job yourself. All right, and I also want to give pause and applause to our cool producer, Mark Winter. He makes this show happen each and every week. You've got to dash over to all the shows on Pet Life Radio. We've got some great hosts, and we're trying to get a million listeners. We've got about 800,000 right now, so please, please, please share this show with your friends. And until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave! Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.